Today is Friday, January 5th, and you're listening to the Morning Announcements presented by Betches Media. I'm your host, Sammy Sage, and the Morning Announcements is your daily five-minute breakdown of the headlines that isn't afraid to take a side and roast the most consequential reality show there is, our government. Yesterday in Perry, Iowa, a 17-year-old high school student opened fire at his school, ultimately killing a sixth grader and wounding four other students and the school's principal. The suspect is also dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound, and local authorities say that they're looking into his social media posts from around the time of the shooting. We now have an answer to who was responsible for the two suicide bombings in Iran on Wednesday during a memorial procession for General Qasem Soleimani, who was killed in 2020 by a U.S. drone strike. The Islamic State, formerly known as ISIS, claimed responsibility for the bombings, which killed 84 people and wounded nearly another 300. In their statement, they named the two suicide bombers, but did not mention which specific militant group carried out the attack, though they signaled that the attack was a reaction to their call to their supporters to avenge Israel's actions in Gaza, with attacks on Jews and Christians, while also criticizing Palestinian factions for allying with Iran and denouncing Shiite Muslims. For our next two headlines, we are headed to Texas, where the Fifth Circuit Court of Appeals ruled that emergency rooms are not required by federal law to perform life-saving abortions, if doing so would be in violation of the state's ban. This lawsuit came in response to guidelines that were issued to hospitals and emergency rooms by the Department of Health and Human Services in June 2022, for reasons that you can guess, reminding them of their obligation to offer medically necessary abortions when required under the Federal Emergency Medical Treatment and Labor Act. Texas sued so that they would not have to follow these guidelines, arguing that it's essentially a nationwide mandate that every hospital and emergency room perform abortions. Yeah, it would be a nationwide mandate that every doctor and hospital is required to perform life-saving care in an emergency. Or am I confused about the purpose of doctors and hospitals? Meanwhile, the city of New York filed a lawsuit yesterday against 17 transportation companies that were hired by Texas Governor Greg Abbott to transport over 30,000 migrants from Texas to New York and force the city to pay for their care. The lawsuit is seeking over $700 million in damages from those companies, which it says was the cost of caring for and sheltering the people who were bused there. A total of 70,000 people remain in the city's care out of the 160 individuals who were sent to New York over the past two years. Thanks to a decades-old consent decree, the city is required to provide shelter to anyone who asks, And the lawsuit accuses Governor Abbott of using human beings as political pawns. Yeah, no shit. And argues that the companies facilitating his actions should be forced to take responsibility for their role. According to a report released from Democrats on the House of Representatives Oversight Committee yesterday, Donald Trump's businesses received at least $7.8 million from 20 foreign governments during his presidency. And most of it was from China at around $5.5 million. The 156-page report described how foreign governments and the entities which they controlled spent millions at Trump's hotels in Washington, D.C., Las Vegas, and New York. Saudi Arabia was the second largest spender, having spent over $600,000, which is barely going to cover one 250th of what New York Attorney General Letitia James is suing Trump's businesses for fraud. Next, we have some early highlights courtesy of the Jeffrey Epstein document release on Wednesday. Where to begin? First, Queen Elizabeth is probably turning over in her grave as the documents reference Prince Andrew groping and having sex with at least one underage teenager in London, New York, and on Epstein's Island. 
and said that Epstein instructed her to, quote, give the prince whatever he demanded and to report back to Epstein with the details of the sexual abuse. Also, some disturbing shit with a puppet. One of the more surprising revelations was that Jeffrey Epstein sent an email in 2015, not even that long ago, where he offered money to anyone who could disprove that Stephen Hawking had participated in an underage orgy. Seriously, Stephen Hawking, the only physicist I can name, is unaware that you can't prove a negative? And finally, the documents also contained a reference to Bill Clinton, quoting Epstein as allegedly having told one of his victims that Bill Clinton, quote, likes them young. That does seem to be the thing that all of Jeffrey's friends have in common. For our final story, the FDA says that they're examining reports of people experiencing suicidal thoughts and other side effects that may be linked to the growing class of diabetes-slash-obesity drugs, including Wagovi, Ozempic, Mounjaro, and Zepbound. These drugs already list suicidal ideation as well as alopecia and other side effects among their potential risks. And the FDA cautioned that there is no certainty that these particular drugs are responsible for these side effects, though they are presently evaluating it. To that point, last month, the European Medicine Agency released results on its own similar inquiry, which said that while no conclusion can be drawn on a connection between the drugs and thoughts of self-harm, there are several issues that still need to be clarified, and they will revisit the matter in April. We want to make sure the ladies know they're safe for bikini season, they added. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. Until next week, I'm Sammy Sage, and now you know what the fuck is going on. Betches.